don't feel so good. You know, there are several things I find sexy on this planet. And number one is the lady on Zoom that says, This meeting is now recording. That gets you going. Yeah. Makes you flick my man bean. Well, honestly, I've been fine up until now. And then the moment you press that button, I had the urge to cough so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get them all out now. As soon as the recording started, I'm like, oh, it's time. If you saved the world, we do it to the asshole. Anakin's been getting sloppy toppy from that <laughs> for years. <laughs> That's not it, Chief. <laughs> I'm gonna shit on King Dutton, too. Welcome back to Disingenuous. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Y'all seen Spotlight? <laughs> <laughs> I have, actually. I, I have not, actually. I, oh, it's really good. You should. I know. I discovered that movie good. in a hotel room. I was like out of town for work, and I got back to the hotel, and I like threw on the TV, and it was the very first thing that popped up. And I sat in the bed, and I was like, "All right, I wonder what other like games or anything is on." And then about an hour later, I was I was just sucked in a spotlight. I didn't ever change. I love the room. image of you on the road, and you're like, you know, what would really make this night good. <laughs> A really intense movie about the Catholic Church sex scandal. Well, no, <laughs> it was already on. Like, I didn't decide, like, hey, I want to watch stuff about, you know, molestation. I was like, you know what? This movie. Well, it's got intrigued. so many good people in it. Oh yeah, you got like Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel um, McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Uh, I'm leaving somebody out. Oh, the fucker who plays Sabretooth in. Uh, Leah Shriver. Yes, and the uh, the oversized kingpin. In uh, <laughs> I forgot he was the kingpin in that movie. In Spider Verse, seeing memes of him standing there like fucking huge, and just says, <laughs> "You embarrass me in front of Vanessa," and it's just <laughs> standing there with like the giant shoulders. I saw uh, one the other day that was like an artist rendering of his skeleton. <laughs> Like why? Why does he have to be so big? It's He's the got his shit. It's like his skull and then his vertebrae are like attached to his waist. It was weird. I think I remember seeing that with um I call her Deborah on this podcast and everything was normal up until that point. And he pops up and I remember like uh, like an audible like, Whoa, what the hell? Like I was on board until whatever this is and I was like, Oh yeah. Back to spotlight real fast, because I was curious. Yes. Also, John Slattery and Stanley Tucci. Oh, well, there you go. Can't go wrong with Stanley Tucci. So, in fatherhood, I'm actually trying to replicate Stanley Tucci in Easy A. Like, that's who I aspire <laughs> to be. If I can be just like that, golden. You're doing well, then. Perfect. Yeah, don't base it on anything you saw in Spotlight. What do we think of that Morbius movie? I'll be honest with you. I had zero interest and then they attached Jared Leto, and I had somehow even less interest. <laughs> and then I saw the first trailer, and I was like, mm, "It doesn't not, look not bad." bad. And then the next tra- the recent trailer came out, and I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'll go see it." Like I'm I went still not I went from bullshit to uh, not bad to yeah, I'll go see it. I might be at like a twenty percent interest. Um, I really don't like Jared Leto. I just can't get into it. He's. Um, the only cool thing he's ever done for me is 30 Seconds to Mars. Aside from that, I really don't give a shit about... I mean, listen, I love Zack Snyder's Justice League. I still hate Jared Leto's Joker. I still don't think he's... Good. He was awful even in yeah. that part at the end of the Snyder Cut. This yeah, he does, a, he does a line reading where he's shaking his head and he goes, I'll be the bigger man. And I was like... <laughs> the, the whole dialogue between Ben Affleck and Jared Leto in that epilogue is the worst part of that movie, probably. Yes, ben Affleck says fuck just to do it yeah when Chris, batman says fuck you're just like all right and then Chris Jared, was here over the weekend and i found myself saying honka honka <laughs> see now uh, the only things i really know about morbius is my knowledge from like the 1994 cartoon and he was insufferable in that he was well he was to use disproportionately again as a good uh, buzzword uh, he was 
in that series like almost more than any other spider-man villain like he's in so many episodes of it it's really insufferable i have virtually no knowledge of morbius i just remember he was the one vampire dude in the cartoon that's it like i don't have any background i don't know how his shit comes about i don't know i think i think i would file that movie under let's just call it the rogue one category it's not necessary. It doesn't need to be made, but hey, maybe it'll surprise me. So that kid from Germany that's wondering, why did we gather to do another episode of Disingenuous? Mm-hmm. Well, little boy, the reason would be because we've got uh, stuff happening uh, in the world of movies. The main one being um, our good pal Spider-Man, uh, which is Whip. funny because <clears throat> I remember me and Chris did an episode on Avengers Endgame and we were like super hyped. Like, oh, let's theorize. We have all these ideas of what's going to happen. And I specifically said in that pod that I was having uh, nightmares about the movie turning out to be shit because of how let down I was by the last time they released a super hyped movie. And that actually happened to be Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. So now we've come full circle. We're going to do a theory video to talk about a big hype movie again. And this one, which is giving me major PTSD, is another Spider-Man 3. Um, so I've been fighting off bad thoughts for a while now and will continue to do so because now um, it's the exact title that burned me before. Um, should we preface this for all of our listeners in Germany and, uh, just to see where Mark is at? Cause I know you and I are kind of on the same wavelength knowledge wise that this will probably be a s- spoiler talk or it's more just theories than like how how do you want to go about this? Like Listen, if there's stuff the theories, that we kind of know of, but I don't want to like theories and leaks that we talk about turn out to be true. Then I guess spoiler warning. If you don't want any spoilers, <laughs> also why would you listen to um, anything in, like this in depth about it right now if you don't want to know? Right, because you're just you're just staying off of Twitter and the internet in general. But you say that like we're insiders and not just people on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, the funniest thing is, is anyone who's been following this movie on Twitter for the past year has somehow become an insider and a super duper scooper themselves. So True. It's, yeah, we're all like, oh, did you hear? Oh, I saw this. Oh, I saw this guy source. Oh, there's that. some like high level forensics going on out there. Yeah, there's so much information available to you that you kind of become an amateur, like compiler of information at the very least yeah like the same way your grandma becomes a csi like agent <laughs> whenever there's a murder in her hometown on facebook we've all now become journalists and scoopers on twitter for this movie so <clears throat> take with that what you will damn it i caution the mic i need to do that what's the dude that sings chocolate rain where he like puts in like hey. Tays on day. Tays on yeah, day. He puts like in words like I turn my head to cough away from the mic or to breathe or something. Um, sorry, I don't. I just want a, a random Tays on day rant. And I'm watching the Knicks lose to the Nets. Um, I actually put that on uh, too, and I'm kind of ha- um, happy to see that they're the New Jersey Nets tonight. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it should stay that way. So, to start, me and Chris are probably the most in touch with, like, leaks, rumors, uh, scoops, all that shit with um, Spider-Man No Way Home. So, my question would be for Mark, then. What what the fuck do you know, bro? Like, what do you know so far about this movie? Oh, I know. Um, well, I don't know. Where do you begin? I've seen just about anything that's been out from trailers and people breaking stuff down i don't seek things out um oh i do you do yeah i do too sometimes i'm a filthy little cuck no i just see like things that you can figure out from trailers you know shots that relate to leaks before where they had uh you know it looked like andrew garfield and then the three of them including toby um on like the scaffolding and stuff, and then they've got the that scaffolding shot of the trailer. is painfully obvious. Yeah, so all of that stuff is out there. As far as like the story itself and when things are going to happen, I think Chris said something the other day of like the runtime that people have. Was that you that said something like that? Oh, Maybe of 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 Toby and Andrew's appearances or the total runtime? Yes. Like the runtime of their appearances. I, I think Skylar told me that it was about a half hour a piece. 
Apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. Which is actually super which, high because which Tony is really a lot longer than it than it sounds. Tony Stark's so, was like thirty minutes in Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, I don't go like searching for that stuff, but I've I've not been like avoiding it either. I'm at the point where I'm going to see the movie no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. So if somebody leaks a picture and they're like, "Oh, Andrew Garfield is definitely in this movie," or "Tobey Maguire's definitely in this movie," is that going to like ruin it for me? No. No. No, not at the all. The difference between this movie and Endgame is Endgame. I was actively trying to hide on the internet from Endgame spoilers. Like I, the difference because... there is that they had a whole half of story to tell, and they didn't reveal shit. They didn't reveal like anything in posters. They didn't reveal anything in trailers or any of that stuff. In this case, the big spoilers they could reveal would be Toby and Andrew, which. Are kind of a given. Like whenever you saw Endgame, you were or leading up to Endgame, no one was like, you know, oh, I know that, you know, Chris Evans is going to pick up a hammer, and I know that they're going to put everybody together. Like right. that. Like with this one, when you start seeing villains from Raimi and from Mark Webb's universe, um, and you know that Toby and Andrew had free time when they were doing this. I mean, it's 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 a little less of oh, I don't want spoiled. It's a, and a little more of, come on, man. We know they're going to be in it. You know, right. like you just give us a taste so we like can get even. I don't better. need to see it in the trailers. I really no, don't. I, I don't I, need to. I really hope they do not show them in the trailers because it it just even even if we were a hundred percent sure that they were in it, it just ruins it. It like the movie comes out in three weeks, just. Just let people see it. I will give Sony their credit for not showing them. Yeah, I mean, I think we've given the marketing some crap, and rightfully so, at least from like the posters and things like that. Even if you're not going to reveal a lot, they're kind of lackluster. Well, the new Um, posters have been actually decent, and I remember someone put on Twitter, they put the, it was the one, uh, not the IMAX poster you sent us, Chris, but there was a decent one up. And someone put on Twitter, they're like, why didn't you lead with this? Like the day you had the big poster reveal. Why didn't you put this one up? But think about the fact that the, t- the pre-sale tickets and everything have already outpaced Endgame, I think. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, they've given us hardly any actual knowledge of what's in this movie. Well, it's, well, it's the, funny. The leaks marketing, uh, that's going to become a thing now. You're going to study that literally in like college classes. Like The, <laughs> the leaks marketed the movie. Yeah, let people buy a ticket. Let people like us have our theories and seek out stuff, and you barely have to do anything marketing-wise. Yeah. A forbidden image is a lot cooler than an officially released image. <laughs> it's like the first it's... time you look at, you know, porn on your PSP when you're in, like, sixth grade. <laughs> it's just funny that we're at this point now, too, because we've made fun of and criticized Marvel um, both equally in the past for... Um, showing too much or um actually no never mind we've criticized them for making movies about people that we don't really care about or doing so little with marketing per whether it's posters or whatever just because you know the assumption is that it's marvel you're gonna go see it so we don't really have to do much of anything but i think this is the exception where not only is it the third Spider-Man movie that they've made, but with all the rumors surrounding it, with all these people supposedly come back, they really don't have to do much of anything. Like no. whoever's whoever wants to see it is gonna see it. Yeah, and the fact the leaks were so big that even like Jimmy Fallon talked about them, like they were well known. Did you ever see that clip? It was actually funny where they asked him about it. No, it, it was a video. And Andrew's like, it's a Photoshop. And the whole crowd yells no. And even Jimmy Fallon looks at me and he goes, we say no. <laughs> it's not. The same way that you try to avoid Endgame spoilers is the way that I try to avoid Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not alone in that thinking. And any new game show he comes up with, it always has to do with singing. It's it, really weird. In defense of Jimmy Fallon, Skylar, I know that you've written it. His ride at Universal Studios was pretty cool, though. Oh, you! Oh, yeah, that's right. You just went. You did like it. Yeah, earlier early this year, it was actually decent. It's fun. I think I like the whole. It's the. It's less him and more the New York. Yeah, aspect of it that the, I like. You get 
you're sold on New York, and th- yeah. that was the cool park. When you kind of wrap around the Statue of Liberty and they're playing Sinatra, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like my Danny boys. My favorite ride there is still the um, the Quidditch one. It's the I think it's the castle, the Hogwarts castle yeah. ride. Because there's no glasses needed. You're just literally, much like, I don't, Fallon, you need 3D glasses, but the Quidditch one, they kind of hoist you around. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of like... Can we can we pause and really give this the attention that it deserves? Mm-hmm. There's a Jimmy Fallon ride at Universal. Oh, there yeah. is. It's called Race Through New York. You sit in a big theater that moves around, and you have 3D glasses, and you have a race with Jimmy Fallon through the streets of New York and the air. He's on. He's on like a go kart. And into space. I think. Don't you go into space at one point? Yeah, you do. You drop yeah. from space back into New York. It's cooler than you think it is. But you'd probably still hate it. <laughs> the description sounds lame as shit. But I, actually like I was it. pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But coincidentally, bringing us back to our topic, my favorite ride at Universal is still the Amazing, amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, which That's is still a top just top. great. Um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> do we give that enough time or no? <laughs> I still love the Mummy, by the way, too. I would like to give the Mummy. The Mummy's good too. Because they, I love my favorite part is actually the end of the ride. With Brendan Fraser. <laughs> when the mummy attacks him? Yeah, saying like, oh, hey, how was your ride? And then he gets attacked by the mummy. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is old as shit. It would have been better if I got my coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, back to uh, our pal Spider-Man. <laughs> so, um, We've gotten Jimmy Fallon out of our system. <laughs> um, I would I would like to point out what I think to be true with this movie and that it is actually going to be extremely straightforward and any of these wild theories that people are making much like WandaVision is going to let them down and I think the only big surprises in this movie are going to be Toby and Andrew and Matt Murdock and I believe the rest is a pretty tight story because Marvel does that you're missing one just if you're just talking appearances, that will be a pretty big deal, at least to the people who care about it. The rumor is, and this this is probably the thing I'm the most excited about. I I really would like Toby to get one more movie. I would love another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, like kind of set aside from the rest of this. Yeah. But it came out yesterday that or today I can't remember that Tom Holland is definitely going to do at least three more Spider-Man movies. I saw that. So you would assume that after this movie, he finally gets out of high school, goes to college, works for the Daily Bugle, stuff that, I mean, not not everything that happened in the comics needs to happen in these movies, but, you know, headed that direction. Correct. What I'm the most excited about is I think we're going to get essentially get a Spider-Man cinematic universe in the sense that not really like let's make a movie with every person that's related to Spider-Man. But if Matt Murdock is in this movie and we get an, we get a continuation of the daredevil show from Netflix, like Marvel does it for Disney plus. Um, the rumor is that the Hawkeye show with Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld that just started is supposedly going to have Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin on it from daredevil you embarrass me in front of vanessa and (laughs) in conjunction with that i have heard a rumor that the posts would there's usually two or maybe just one credit scene one of the credit scenes of no way home is has the kingpin in it interesting so if you give me a very different post credit scene if you give me tom holland's spider-man um People, people that he, you know, associates with kind of like ground level people like Hawkeye and Daredevil and whoever else and like more like Tom Holland versions of like the Lizard and Chameleon and Craven and whoever else that they would put in future movies. I'm, I'm excited about this movie in particular, but the future after that has me pretty excited because there's a lot of characters from the previous movies that they could either redo or haven't done yet. You could do Black Cat. You could do um, the Hobgoblin. You could do a bunch of stuff. And it's interesting to see where that's going to go in the future after this movie. 
I, I saw something online where someone was talking about uh, the Sony wanting to bring in Madam Web in. Uh-huh. I heard that too. Lead, lead their entire multiversal group of Spider-Man. I heard that the lovely Anya Taylor-Joy, who I absolutely love, was being eyed for that role. Even though Madam Web was super old in like the cartoon or whatever, it was either they were looking at her like Jennifer Lawrence for that role, uh, and no. she'd be like kind of like connective tissue between the Spider-Man movies. If they really wanted to drop a bomb, you put Madam Web in the post credits for. Uh, yeah. Um. What I also for oh you go ahead. Um. One one last thing. One character I didn't mention that is super important is I think we we are still going to very soon get a live action Miles Morales. As we should. So go, go ahead. I just remembered him. Do you remember when um, was it the first Avengers? No. Wh- which one was the first one with the the post credit scene with Thanos? The Avengers. Okay. Uh, Do you remember leaving that theater and probably eighty ninety percent of the people leaving were like, "That was cool." Who was that guy? I, I was on was my, my exact phone. Thought. I was like, who the fuck is that? I was on I, my phone in the theater before I left the theater and I typed who is Thanos or who or who's at the end of the Avengers because I didn't know. I think that like someone like Madam Web, if you just drop in this spooky bitch talking about universes and stuff, people are going to be like, who the hell is that? But they could just work with Thanos. They could just look it up. Good. Um, here's what I heard was... Uh, the post credit scene. I heard that Strange at the end is going to do, like, fix the spell and snap, snap people back to their realities. Um, mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when he does so, Tom Hardy gets zapped back to whatever, the spunk or whatever the fuck they call that Sony universe. And when he, when he goes <laughs> the back... <smoke> universe. <laughs> Yeah, whenever he goes back, evidently he leaves some of the symbiote behind in Holland's universe to set up the symbiote being a storyline in possibly the next trilogy or something like that. The only problem I have with that is it, that feels like a Dark Phoenix situation where like yep. we tried it once and it wasn't really good, so let's try it again and it still won't be very good. I don't know if I need to see Tom Holland's Spider-Man also have the black suit. See, I I feel the opposite. I feel like, and I I would, I like the Dark Phoenix storyline, and I feel like you got to get it right at some point. The Dark Phoenix was dead on arrival, the new one, because people did not like Apocalypse so much. Mm. People were already like, Dark Phoenix is going to suck ass. But if you do it with, like, if you really bring it home for No Way Home and everybody loves it, you could make a really good impactful story with a symbiote that turns your beloved Tom Holland that everybody loves into like a, a piece of shit, like an actual piece of shit, not like dancing in a jazz. I like emo bar. boy. Yeah. not like bully Maguire. Although I love me some bully Maguire, but you could, you could do some like interesting stuff with it. I see. I'm all for giving something a second try if you do it correctly. Yeah. But could, can you objectively say though, that even though it was done on arrival, that the Dark Phoenix storyline was bad the second time around as well. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, Th- they just didn't. It, they sh- there's certain storylines that are either too big to put in a movie or just can't be done correctly. And Dark Phoenix was definitely one of them. You can do any of them correctly. You just have to put your own spin on it. And I, I think if this is going to stay in the MCU, I think you've had so many Spider-Man movies that you could do something big. The The difference with Dark Phoenix was we saw this Jean Grey for half of one mo- half of one movie before that. Yeah. So, I mean, Tom Holland will have been in however many movies before you'd see something like that happen. It's That's the same true. as, like, if they do the thing with Wanda where she goes dark. It'll be super impactful because I've been watching Wanda for, like, seven years now as, like, a good a good person. So, I think... I think it can work in that aspect, but also Marvel. I know we like we have our problems with the MCU, but they are good at changing stories to fit their narrative and putting their own spin on something so the story makes sense. Like Civil War is nothing like the Civil War comic; they have their own spin on it that works. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can do something like that. That's my rant on it. Um, but 
to your thing about uh like Kingpin and all that shit. Um yeah, I mean the those are the expectations going forward. What I'm more nervous about is people overhyping the exact things that are going to happen in this movie. Like, I've heard so many people online, it's the dumbest fucking theory ever that, oh, this is all a Mysterio illusion at the end. We find out at the end that it was all Mysterio. Like, all the returning characters are illusions? Yes, and Toby and Andrew and all this shit. <coughs> first that would all, be terrible. First That'd be all, worse than Iron Man 3. Someone goes, this would be the greatest plot twist in movie history. And I'm like, first of all... They're going to Bob Newman us? For, yeah, or Bob or, Newhart? Bob Newhart, yeah. It was all a dream. Ralph Boner and uh, Trevor Satterius. Ralph Boner would be like the sixth sense compared to that. Yeah. If they did that. So here's, here, here's how... I'm going to break that theory apart right now, easily. Number one, how the fuck did <laughs> Venom... Did Tom Hardy get get zapped into Tom Holland's universe then in the post credits for Venom Two? It's a it's a Mysterio illusion, don't you get it? That yeah. So I saw all, another thing. Remind me when you're finished with this. Yeah. So first of all, that right there means that already debunks it right there. It's not possible. Um, Plus, you've seen. I mean, that was the signature that you saw in, in Wandavision and Loki as well. Right. Of the of the multiverse cupping or whatever yeah and also why would they make a whole loki show about variants and kang and all this shit if you're going to just make a spider-man movie following that up an illusion and in sandwich in between the multiverse of madness it would just be a big fuck you right it would be stupid mm-hmm. uh second of all <laughs> when you watch the trailers alfred merlina literally is like you're not peter parker and then he's like this isn't my spider-man and all this stuff yeah because Tom Holland's my, a variant. The, how the him. fuck would Mysterio know all of that? And how would he know the spells of Doctor Strange? And how could he make an entire sanctum, which he's never been inside of, and make Wong and all this shit? It's just I not love possible. That, I love that clip of Doc Ock in the newest trailer where it's it's Strange and Peter and then Doc Ock is off camera and Doctor Strange is like, do you know a Peter Parker that's Spider-Man? And Doc's like, yes. Is this him? No. No. <laughs> that does two things. That one confirms Tobey Maguire. Like that straight up confirms. Well, yeah, because that's, I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the Peter that Ock encountered. Yeah. And two, it completely debunks the Mysterio thing. Because and I think we're going to see Doc involved. Ock acting in kind of a good guy role. Oh, 100%. As, as he should. Because then it doesn't, because mm-hmm. they know... Kevin Feige knows because he worked on those Raimi Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. He knows not to diminish that work. His name's attached to it too. So, well, the only so thing about about that real quick is that supposedly all of these versions of the of these uh, characters are like snatched away from their universes right before they're defeated by Spider-Man in battle. So, I thought this was a thing where Doc Ock. This is before Doc Ock turns good again and sacrifices himself. So I don't know how, how evil he's going to be or how, I guess that's kind of a we'll wait and always, see kind of thing. He was but always on the verge of being good anyways, no matter he what. He was just kind of, he was brainwashed by the, by the arms. And well, I, I saw a thing that was like that exact theory that he must have been taken before the end of Spider-Man 2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then someone else was like, well, how would, how would Doc Ock know that Spider-Man was Peter because he doesn't figure that out until like right before he dies in Spider-Man 2. That's but right. then I'm like, he's in this universe where it's plastered on the news that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I'm assuming that... So he could just that, assume, yeah. Well, like, what, no, oh, what, what I'm Peter assuming Parker. is by the logic of what they've set up that he doesn't see that. I assume that he arrives and the moment he arrives is that moment on the highway. The, the whole bridge scene that everyone Because if he saw that Peter Parker billboard thing, he wouldn't have fought him because if there's that whole scene where he hits him and he goes, you're not Peter Parker. So he doesn't realize it. I even heard him say like your new suit won't save you. He thinks that's Toby. So he definitely doesn't see the billboards before he fights him. That's got to be like right when he gets there. I did like the little moment in one of the trailers I saw where the, uh, the forearms come out of the iron spider suit and Doc Ock kind of like does like a, little glance at it like he's kind of evenly matched the forearms versus the forearms it's the only good use i've ever seen of the spider arms i hate him 
I want to make a prediction now, which doesn't bode well, because I believe when we did the Endgame podcast, I did a prediction. Uh, I said that Captain America would die in the first like 30 minutes, and that cap you see in the movie was one from the past. Yeah. I was uh, very fucking wrong. You did see a cap from the past, but it was nothing to do with what I suggested. So take what I say with a giant-ass grain of salt, and you can... Bound. Um, In the trailer, that most recent you know, full-length trailer, whenever they are... They're like, hey, it's... Ned, Peter, and MJ, and they're in, like, the Sanctum. And they go, hey, what's your name? And Doc, you know, he goes, Dr. Otto Octavius. And they say, wait, no, really, what's your name? And then they start laughing. The cuts between that, to me, are really odd, and the lighting seems almost completely different. Um, I kind of feel like whenever they're saying, hey, what's your name? And then they say, hey, no, no, really, what's your actual name? I kind of feel like that's actually those three talking to Andrew and Toby. Again, I was super fucking wrong on the Captain America prediction. This is my one for this one. And the reason I feel that way is because I watched Tom Holland, Zendaya, and Jacob Batalon did a reaction to the trailer. Um, And I watched Tom Holland's face like a fucking hawk because I'm weird. And whenever that scene happened, him and Jacob Adelon looked at each other and Jacob goes, oh, no way. As if they, they cut were, it a weird as, way, as if they were kind of like, oh, no way. That's how they edited that. That's how it came across to me. Mm. Um, and then I also saw like the bit where Dr. Strang goes, do you know a Peter Parker? That's Spider-Man. And he says, yes. He goes, is that him? And he says, no, Peter's wearing like a suit. And you're telling me that he doesn't say his name is Dr. Otto Octavius there? Why would he wait till it's Ned, Peter, and MJ? And also, the clothes they're wearing appear to be the clothes that they wear later in the movie. So, putting putting that evidence together suggests to me that those are two different bits. And they're hiding something. Well... To poke holes in your theory just for fun. You can't. Um, Dick. I mean, this would be under the assumption that the finale, the climax or whatever, is a very significant portion of the movie, uh, runtime-wise. But I honestly think it will be an endgame kind of situation where Toby and Andrew don't physically appear until they come through whatever Dr. Strange is trying to control on the Statue of Liberty at the end when they're fighting all the villains. See, I think that's Tom is going to get over because, because they show Sandman Electro and the lizard, right? And Doc Hawk, maybe, maybe, or is it all five of them and Green Goblin? Yeah. So Tom is overwhelmed and they, they come in at the end and it'll be a significant, like from when they start fighting till the end of the movie, that'll be like Toby and Andrew's, Run to, like like that'll be their appearance in the movie. I really don't think they if this movie is two hours and forty five minutes. I think they said it is. They're not coming in until at least two hours in. I don't think. I, just I don't think they mean, physically appear until like the legitimate end of the movie. You miss cool character beats with that. I feel like personally, um, because the best to me the best part of those three being together has zero to do with them three in their spidey suits and everything to do with. Them I, interacting on the streets. I Do you remember it, that that leak, the clip that looked like Andrew Garfield was saying, "You have web blood." That was totally fucking fake. That was fake. It was an AI. <laughs> There's a Toby AI. Because then someone made one that said, "You have web blood. Will you shove it in my ass? Will I come on me?" <laughs> they made it say something like fucked up, and I was dying laughing. Oh, that's um, wild. But that came. That idea was based off something very real. Where that have you seen the 4K video of Andrew Garfield that leaked, Mark? I honestly don't remember. On I the can show you it. It's he's on the scaffolding and he's literally mouthing the words, "So you have web blood." That's what he says. My guess is that they're probably going to talk about how, like, they're maybe they're out of web fluid, and Toby's like, "It's no problem," and they'll be like, 
what so this stuff like comes out of you i really hope they say so does this stuff coming out of you um but uh, from what another le- like i hate going into scoopers and leaks <coughs> but i read from a very reliable source that when toby and andrew first appear they appear and help thomas scientists and not spider-man that's what i heard so like they know each other but they're like undercover helping tom i don't know i don't think they're undercover i think they're just helping him not in like a suiting up way but in more of a you know working in the sanctum See, kind of the, way it, and and the, like and that's the other thing is like there's all those bits of those three in the sanctum talking where i I've, i'm convinced they're not talking to doc ock and it still could be towards the end of the movie you know what i yeah. mean before the big showdown where they're kind of like reasoning their way through everything there and there's that point where Tom Holland's on the computer and he's like what do you mean and I was like he's clearly not talking to Doc Ock here the tone and everything is different um, I, I may be the only one here that has this opinion but I think the more screen time the three of them have together it, the worse it'll be I, I don't need an hour of them um, you know having dialogue about different universes and their villains and all that shit like I do for very selfish reasons it's because it bogs down the movie. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need Toby exposition of what he's been doing for 15 years since Spider-Man Three. Like that's but, cool, and it can right. be explored in another movie. But like, I don't need it for this movie. It's but not going to be explored in another movie. But that's. I mean, here's. But here's the other thing: is from another reliable source, very reliable source, we will find out what's been going on in the Raimi and Webb universe since we last saw them. And they're not. Yeah, gonna, they're, they're, they're still gonna, Spider-Man in their universes. But they're not going to touch on that if they just show up for the last thirty minutes of a fight. And the other, and the other thing is, um, I had heard that they wanted to film bits with Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst, but scheduling wouldn't allow it. Yeah. So, I, which that's another dangerous thing, though, because I'm of the mind that that kind of. It alludes to that they may be brought back for a future movie, but as Mark says, I don't. He, I, I would assume that you don't think that's happening. I, I think it's dangerous to assume that just because that was reported, that we're automatically going to get Emma Stone in another movie or Kirsten Dunst in another movie. No, I don't think we're we don't going know to. that. I'm saying I'm saying that all of these rumors and leaks suggest that they're they're playing more more than a role just in like you know an end game assemble type thing you know what i mean yeah and i also feel like feige's smart enough to know that they've already done that like in this vendors assemble moment that they could do something i guess a little more involved like so where where they don't have like the like i feel like there's going to be a money shot in this movie like oh yeah uh, there like, will be like like the trinity in batman versus superman but Hopefully I think, they don't show that in a trailer like they did with Batman versus Superman. But I but think the money shot will be that. That's coming of, at some point. It'll be that of the first Avengers where you see all of them interacting together well before the money shot, but it never took away from the money shot. Like you'll yeah. see them interacting together, but when they actually suit up together, like I feel like that'll add even more I can impact see that. to them suiting up for the first time too. I can see um, that. Listen, I, I don't. These are just my opinions. I don't know at all. Yeah, I just I yeah. find it hard to believe that they're going to be in a significant portion of this movie. They're hiding a significant portion of the movie, which also makes me. They special. are, which is great. I'm, gl- I'm. I hope they keep doing that. But it just it just seems it just seems weird that they would be in it a lot. I've also heard through another super duper scooper that are any of these Grace Randolphs. None of these are Grace Randolph. Okay. The only Grace Randolph thing that I've heard her say is that the movie is very straightforward, like WandaVision, and people should chill. And I actually was like, yeah, that's that's actually probably accurate. That, roll with her on that. Uh, side tangent uh, before you're done, but I wanted to ask you when you said that before, what are the, are the significant Mephisto-type theories that you've heard besides like the Mysterio illusion? But we can get to that later. Because we'll I, I don't really know like if there's been like ridiculous theories that people are hyping themselves up for besides Toby and Andrew appearing. Um, before I get to the, yeah, we can get that. Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But, um, through scooper, I heard that reliable one, that Ned is actually the one who 
finds these other two Spider-Men, and he somehow uses a sling ring to do it. I don't know. I kind of hate that, just in theory. But if you ask me what's something that these fucking Tom Holland MCU movies are likely to do, it would be that. Oh, it definitely falls in line with stuff they've done before, but that seems kind of strange. It does. Like, assume that they're apart and Ned does some research on his own, which we know they will be, because there's that scene where he's trying to wrangle Electro and he has Ned and MJ on his phone on a camera so they can see what he's seeing to help him. So they're clearly apart for portions of the movie with those two in the sanctum and Tom Holland elsewhere. Imagine a 40-something Tobey Maguire who's still Spider-Man is just hanging out in New York and like Ned comes through a portal and is like, hey, we need your help, Spider-Man. <laughs> It'd be real, just the visual of that. No, I don't. I don't I'm just think, thinking of Ned's face from the Far From Home Steelbook. I don't. And it's think just it, put me off. Yeah, I don't think it would be that. I think it's that he would open the portal with Tom there, and they run in. They all run into each other at the same time, or something weird like that. Um, I don't know. Again, this is all just random ass theory shit. Who knows what's actually going to happen? Yeah. Um. But as far as other crazy theories I've heard, um, the Ned Hobgoblin one, I'm going to just debunk right away. That would be way too much. That would that would mean they haven't learned a fucking thing from Raimi's Spider-Man 3. If he's going to become the Hobgoblin, especially if they're making three more movies, it's def- it definitely... It's, it's weird. I don't picture that actor as the Hobgoblin. But so it's just strange. But if it's gonna, if that's going to happen, it it should not happen in this movie because there's no. too much already happening. No, yeah, I agree. It's it's like throwing in it throwing in Tova Grace's Venom at the end of Spider Man Three. By the way, the Knicks just hit a three to tie it with seventeen six. Yeah, I saw that. Fournier. Um. As as we're talking about this, I just stumbled upon an edit on Instagram of that shot of uh lizard mm. so like at, at the end scene where he's like jumping across. So like, they're all about to fight mm-hmm. <laughs> and they edited in Dominic Toretto jumping out of his car <laughs> at the lizard. Dude, I, that's my favorite. And the John Cena one, <laughs> um, somebody today made a cartoon edit of lizard getting beat up but they put in the audio of Patrick beating himself up so SpongeBob can get into the salty Splatoon. <laughs> it's fucking perfect. It's like, no, wait. And it's like, it's so funny. Um, that's also another painfully obvious thing and that clearly something hits it. And someone goes, well, they probably, edited it out. it's probably Doc Ock. I'm like, fuck off now. Doc Ock's not going to kick the lizard. He's got fucking arms. What what's worse, the 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 Twitter uh, theorize uh, theorizers the, theory people, or the people who've like feverishly deny anything? Slenderer, Slenderer. You mean like, the, fun, the fun killers? Yeah, like like lizard clearly gets kicked or punched by thin air, and they're like, "Well, it's probably just dog or something." Like, yeah, please, please. Uh, somebody is- somebody's been CG'd out. You can tell. There are still people online that go, I don't, they go, all right, I'm convinced Toby and Andrew aren't in this movie because Andrew Garfield keeps denying it and says that he's for sure not in it. And I'm like, well, of course he is. Did anyone see the interviews with, uh, what's his ass, who plays Kang before Loki? He's like, absolutely not. I'm not in that movie. Or even like Paul Rudd when they asked him about Ant-Man before Ant-Man like announcements came. Or Mark like, He's like, I'm not in that movie. Like, people... We've done this before. Do you really think that Marvel would be so stupid to bring back every one of these villains and not <laughs> even have a cameo? I saw a quote guys? from Willem Dafoe where he was like, after a movie has come out, that's the time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I love Willem Dafoe. He's a treasure. Oh, this this is a clear deviation, though, from like what happened with Mephisto and WandaVision. Mephisto. Is because if you dig deep enough, there are things that you can find about Andrew and Toby where there was their schedule, put them in Atlanta at this time. And uh, they they saw a tailor. Like it's all like this really like dumb stuff, 
but it's actual it's like factual evidence that they are at least somewhat tied in with this production and well, if you the- throw their villains into the from their movies into the MCU and they're played by the same actors it you know it's not it's not hard to put two and two together that's different than the Mephisto stuff in WandaVision where like clearly Mephisto is in this and you just kind of as I hope Mark uh enjoys this uh reference you kind of work yourself into a shoot and also, you just you just like get yourself hyped up for something that's not not ever going to come think about how crazy it could be that we could have toby and andrew in the mcu with tom holland this year and then a little while later we're going to be watching michael keaton bringing back his batman in a movie with Ben Affleck in it. Like, it's, it's really crazy to think. The craziest part about, like, the contrast of the two studios is the Michael Keaton one is not... Like, we saw footage of him with his hairpiece and, like, his bat ears in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he They're was, not hiding that shit at all. He was confirmed to, like, be in England to film it, too. Like, it wasn't hidden, like, all this stuff is... Well, no, think, but again, I, that doesn't take away from it. Like, no, no, not at all. Guy I'm just saying... Was, Batman 30 years ago. It's like still Batman in this cinematic It's going to be awesome. The difference with the WB is that they weren't filming on a closed set. So they had to reveal it because people were going to see it in public anyways. Yeah, there's there's pictures of The Flash. There's pictures of uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, or at least a stuntman dressed as Ben Ben Affleck's Batman, like riding a motorcycle and stuff. Like, There's stuff out there for that movie. To yeah, where you kind of have a picture of what's going to happen. But. The MCU prides itself on surprises, and they can they film everything at Pinewood Studios in Atlanta. Yeah, they it's do. Not hard to hide those guys. Basically, all their sets are CG, so they just put everyone in that giant studio space and do whatever they want, and they have all the secrecy in the world. And I've been there before. Like I tried pulling into Pinewood, and it was very locked down and secure. And you I tried had- pulling in. Yeah, I went to Atlanta. I was in Atlanta for work, and I was like, looked up Pinewood Studios and said, "Oh, thirty minutes away." I went at like nine o'clock at night. It was pitch black, and there was tons <laughs> of cars leaving. Stu- like the studios still had lights on. There were people leaving the studios, and so I like tried to pull in, and then I realized there was a gate, and then a big limo, no joke, was trying to get out. I'm like, "Oh, I wonder who's in there." I wonder like Feige or something. So then I pulled across the street. Pinewoods has like a cafe across the street. And then later realized I watched the chef show on Netflix where John Favreau cooks and he cooks at that cafe. And I was like, this is fucking <laughs> weird. Um, but it's, it's just that studio actually was almost in Cleveland where Giaga Lake is. Um, How like awesome a, would like that a, have been? A studio, a studio like that was going to be in Cleveland. St- I still think it should be. Would be um, awesome. I guess technically that'd be Aurora, right? But Yeah, in Aurora. Um, it's crazy how that's just. I never knew about that. That's cool. Yeah, the Pinewood, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Like you drive you drive out of Atlanta and you're driving on roads that are a lot like Hartville, just out in the open, and then boom, there's gotta be I swear I saw like thirty warehouses just everywhere. All of them. All big green, campus. All, all big green screens, yeah. So they can film the whole Spider Man movie there. And you'll never see Toby and Andrew. And it, it makes sense they would hide I mean, how many things have they hidden from us in like Marvel movies? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and they also somehow hid Evan Peters in WandaVision, which is a pretty big deal, <laughs> even though he didn't turn out to be. That, that was a surprise when it happened. Yeah, he didn't sure. turn out to be the real Quicksilver, but all people had to do was see him dressed as comic book Quicksilver, and they'd freak the fuck out. So <laughs> um, they can do it. And the, and the fact that we haven't seen a single thing from Doctor Strange 2, um, which people are it, freaking that... out. People are freaking about reshoots. It's it's pretty simple. Every movie gets reshoots. People also, should not... The extensive reshoots, is, it's a pretty simple concept with that movie. If people's schedules free up and you can add more crazy people from the multiverse to the movie, then you do it. And I think that's what they're doing. Did you um, hear the, the spoilery rumor about Multiverse of Madness? With? About somebody from the first Doctor Strange movie? I was thinking Professor X, but no, what is it? Um, apparently Mordo from the first movie, I think he gets killed by the Scarlet Witch in this movie. Ooh. And that's like part of like where Dr. Strange is like, all right, you need to get your shit together. So like, I, I think Scarlet Witch is like the, like the legitimate villain of that movie. I have one more Spider-Man theory. I have to say it now before I forget it. Now that we're talking about this, 
Mark, have you seen Doctor Strange? No. Have you seen WandaVision? I have not. Okay, so let me explain this to you. (laughs) At the end of Doctor Strange, he fights a being known as Dormammu in another dimension, and all of the energy and magic is like purple. That's like also great in the '94 Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, with with venom and carnage. The dark energy is all purple, and it's in in WandaVision when Scarlet Witch fights like an evil witch. It's purple. I noticed in the end of, like, everyone is talking about the end of No Way Home, where they're like, they're coming through and I can't stop them. Everyone's like, oh, there's more multiverse characters. I don't think so at all. I That's why I think Tommy and Andrew are already there. And I think what's coming through is, like, Dormammu and shit, because it's, like, all this purple energy up in the sky. And he's saying they're coming through and I can't stop them. I think there's beings like Dormammu from the multiverse coming in, and that is in part setting up um, Multiverse of Madness or whatever. That's what I think. Again, it's also not sexy and not crazy, but it's like a straightforward what's probably happening, if that makes sense. That's all I got. That sounds kind of disappointing, I guess. Dormammu's going to come out and be like, I've come to bargain, and they're just going to keep repeating shit over and over. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool, actually. (laughs) If if he appeared and said to Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, I've come to bargain, that'd be pretty cool. And then just credits. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, It'd be fine, honestly. I do want to talk about the deaths because I feel like we were talking about all of like the Toby and Andrew stuff is obvious. Of course, we're going to talk about it. It's crazy that we might see them. I know for Mark, Toby is your favorite Spider-Man too. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, my second favorite is Garfield. <laughs> That's the other thing is like seeing those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also would love for Zendaya to address and be like um, to Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, like, "Whoa, you're fucking tall." <laughs> compared to the other two and you're tall and you're tall and hot did you happen to see the picture of zendaya and tom holland at some premiere today or last night or whatever she towers over him and she's like gigantic compared to tom holland and that's the other thing too it's like imagine if she has like a crush on or she's like whoa that like if she thinks andrew garfield spider-man is hot and cool and that's all like a whole thing with tom holland being like oh shit also we know that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone dated for a while, but didn't Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst date yeah. for a little bit after Spider-Man? So this thing. is it's a, it's a, it's a Spider-Man curse. You, it's not. It will not end well. Hopefully, they no, can break it. It won't. But I would date Zendaya <laughs> for a time period if I could. <laughs> Anyways, so we know about those two, and again, even talking about like how Andrew Garfield was like the cool hipster guy, like that could be a fun dynamic or whatever compared to like mm-hmm. Toby and because Toby's going to be the oldest, which is kind of the cool part. Is he gets to be kind of he's like the a, most seasoned Spider-Man, right? He'll be like kind of like a, a non-slacker version of Nick Miller's Spider-Man from Spider-Verse. Yeah, which is cool. And I also would love if they did like a, a like an after credits as a like a funny one where Nick Miller accidentally gets stuck. That would be hilarious if they did something like that. You know that Toby's going to say, "With great power comes great responsibility." He has to. That'd be he, great. He absolutely has to. I also, I thought of a theory of my, well, not a theory, but an idea. If I were writing this movie, to, like, I thought of, I'd, it's probably, maybe it's a stupid idea, but in my head it sounded cool. I was in the shower. Everything sounds cool when you're in the shower. So, <laughs> <laughs> what if when Tom Holland sees Toby for the first time, he breaks down and cries, and he goes, Uncle Ben. And, like, Toby is Uncle Ben in his and, universe? In the MCU universe... Toby Maguire's like form is his Uncle Ben, which is another interesting dynamic. I don't know. That'd if be that kind of strange. Be whack. It'd be trippy, but kind of cool. Um, pizza time. That's I want to hear pizza time. Um, so we know they're going to be in it, but I feel like we should talk about the deaths because just like Endgame, that's another big spoiler thing to consider. And I honestly think that they are going to go all out with the carnage in this movie. They said they're going to torture Tom Holland Spider-Man. I've been asking for that for a while. I think they're going to kill Aunt May. I think they're going to kill Happy. Honestly, good riddance. She's been terrible. Right. Did you I say think, Happy? I think they're going to kill Happy. Yeah, probably. Um, and I think they are going to save MJ. But I think he's also going to lose MJ because I believe that MJ and Ned are going to lose their memory of him as Spider-Man. And that's a sacrifice that he makes. Which yeah. is dope. Um, and yeah. he, lets, he lets them go off to college and live their own lives. 
and not know he's Spider-Man, and that's like his his decision to make. I'd be good with that. Yeah. It'd be nice for Tom Holland to get some actual hardship in these movies. They could kill Ned. I don't think they will. I think the biggest punishment, I think the, I don't, I, think, that they a, live? I, I think, I think it's mean to kill um, that many people for Tom Holland. I do, I think, but another way to make him suffer and to add drama is to then, in fact, have them lose their memories. Oh, I don't think that they will kill Ned. I'm just saying that they could. I wouldn't mind it. And you um, wouldn't be upset. No. no. Um, There's too many, um, periphery characters in this franchise that and are I, that that they want us to think are important that are not important and like i Betty brant and I'm flash also, thompson i'm also of the mind that like i know people have been running wild that andrew garfield saves mj i don't think they'll take that moment from tom holland because he hasn't had it and the other spider-man have i think that he'll play i think a, it'd be a role in it but i don't think he'll be the one that ultimately saves her I, I saw a panel on Twitter, I wish I had saved it to show you guys a couple days ago, of some comic where Spider-Man catches like this little girl or something like that, and his inner thoughts are like, all right, you've done this a hundred times, you know, like weight distribution and all that stuff, because he failed to do it with Gwen Stacy. I think it'd be really cool if Andrew Garfield saved MJ in the same way that he couldn't save Gwen in his movies. Or at least help because he because he because he learned from it, right? That would be cool. He should play a role no matter what. Yeah, Um, but I would be fine if Tom Holland is the one who ultimately acts on saving her. Her Andrew's advice, because I mean, I think he deserves that kind of moment. I keep thinking about it now, and I'm glad you said it, Mark. But I don't know why it never came to me. And I watched the 2002 Spider-Man yesterday, so I saw Cliff Robertson say it in that. But I did not even think about Toby saying with great power comes great responsibility in this movie. And now that's oh, like yeah. my num- that's my number one thing I want to see. Cause I just, it, ne- it never really occurred to me for some reason. And like, I, I think I really that'd be a good moment that. between him and, and Tom. Yeah. I, I really hope that happens actually now, because now that's all I'm thinking about. You know what I also wish they would do that they won't is one of my favorite aspects of into the spider verse was Nick Miller's Spider-Man confronting a different version of MJ at that banquet and having yeah. trouble talking to her because, you know, they're divorced in his universe. It would be dope if Garfield got to run into Emma Stone as a human in this universe, maybe not Gwen Stacy, but a person, and having to cope with seeing See, her. I think it's too it's, much for this movie. It is. That's why I'm saying they won't do it. But I, that's why I wish that, like... Like you said, if like, what if you put in Madam Web and you made a universe like this? You could then, in turn, make moments like that. Right. Um, I, I don't know about. I don't know what kind of role Kirsten Dunst would play in the future. I, I don't know how. I would say a mother. She, I, I would say it, it's pretty. Simple. If Toby gets one more movie, she'll definitely be in it. But I bring that up because if they do a live action Spider Verse or Miles or just Miles Morales movie, I think. I would almost bet on it that we get Emma Stone as that version of like Spider Gwen from the like the Spider Verse movie. Like that would be a big so role for her to come back for instead of just like a I'd cameo watch, or something. I'd watch the shit what? out of a team up Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone Spider Man and Spider Gwen movie. What yeah. makes you think that there's gonna be a Toby movie? I don't think I don't think, gonna, I don't I don't think, think there will be that that's just that's just been talked. You keep that saying if, like in a, in another no, 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 movie with that, Toby. That's just talk that be, because it's a combination of um Toby's Spider Man coming back for this movie, just because it's like a rec- like a recent thing that if if it's a big deal and it will be a big deal, but if people really respond well to it, that he could get a, the Spider Man four movie that he didn't he didn't get. No, no, no. That, that's just that's just talk on Twitter, combined with this report that Foggy wanted Kirsten Dunst and Emma Stone for, for this movie, but because scheduling conflicted, that he wanted them for future projects. So what for? That's why I said Emma Stone. You can have her play play Spider Gwen, like a different version of Gwen Stacy. But Kirsten Dunst, like, what is she going to do besides be Mary Jane in a potential? Like last, like like Mark said, not obviously 
exactly the same, but like a Logan type movie, like a last stand kind of like older Tober. Not, I'm sorry, not Mark. Skyler said it. Um, not, not, not exactly like, Oh, like a big violent, like going out movie, but like one last, like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man movie. Um, that I, dude's I, back was so jacked up that I'm he not almost going to come happening. back in Spider-Man two. I'm I'm just saying that well, he's gonna be mostly if they want Kirsten Dunst back That's true. for a future project, what project would that be besides a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie? Unless Listen, they do another big team-up movie or something. Tobe, that, it's, it's just conjecture at this point. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to happen, but like, what else would it be? If they're going to continue any one of these old Spider-Man in the future, it would be Andrew Garfield. If if they would I don't do think that. so, because he's the least popular, popular of the three Spider-Men. I know, but yeah. Toby is too old. And I think he's. I think this is his last thing coming back. I feel like he probably negotiated the shit out of his contract and wanted to pay it heavily. I don't feel like it's something he would return to. And I feel like Andrew would return in a heartbeat because he's still young and he still loves the character. I don't. I don't think doesn't. that's. I don't think that's true at all because Andrew got fucked by Sony. Tobey Maguire didn't get a fourth movie because they just went in another direction. Dude, Andrew just did an interview. Not too long ago, he was like, I'd come back and play Spider-Man for sure. Yeah, he literally just said it. <laughs> yeah, get your Andrew Garfield yeah. facts. Yeah, get your, I get just, your... I just don't know. I, you're talking to me like I confirmed that Tobey Maguire is making a fourth movie. I didn't no, no, say no. that he was. We're not saying I'm that. saying by the conjecture and speculation that I've seen about Kirsten Dunst coming back for another project i don't know what the hell else that would be besides another Tobey Maguire spider I, th- I think it's pretty painfully obvious it would be a sp- multiverse of madness and i it, think it, that- it could be in that too because not only is sam raimi directing that but now that you have sam raimi back in the marvel fold he could make another movie after multiverse of madness and it could be some kind of spider-man project who knows they could give sam raimi another right. spider-man movie right i think that's i think that's a huge possibility I I think it's a huge possibility that Toby and Andrew Garfield would, would get another movie, like separately. Why not? I mean, it could be a it could be a six part miniseries on Disney Plus for all I know. I think it's possible. It's more possible now than it's ever been, especially yes. with how the MCU is at this point. Like pretty much anything is possible. I wanted to say an FYI, we have about six minutes left in the meeting, then it, it ends, and I think this would probably be the last one we do because it's ten ten. We've been going for about an hour. Okay. Um, and I know Mark, you have to work tomorrow. I sure do. Um, but I just wanted to throw this out there because it's, it blows my mind. Can you imagine after everything we're saying and the possibilities of future movies with Andrew and Toby and all this shit, if we go see this movie and Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire do not show up, <laughs> can you imagine? I'll be so mad. It, I'd be disappointed. Okay. Yeah. I, Cause I remember Chris, you had said like, Hey, don't let yourself get blinded like you did with. You were uh, very upset about WandaVision. I think that would be different because it would be like a really deliberate misleading <laughs> of people to make them think that these that they were going to be in it. It's not like just random speculation, you know. It's not reckless speculation at all. It's like right. Well, they they would have let that go real far, and I know that Andrew and whoever else is like, no, I'm not in the movie, but. Come on, you know why people are going to see it. Yeah. Chris, you can agree with that one. Uh, I was going to say they kind of did it in WandaVision with with Evan Peters. So I wouldn't put anything past Marvel. I I don't agree with that. That would be really stupid, but I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows? Who knows what they're thinking? If they're not in this movie, I'm done. It's over. I can see that. I'm inclined to agree. Um, I've really enjoyed the series on Disney Plus, but this is the first movie in like Phase Four of the MCU that I'm actually legitimately excited about. Same. So if they fuck with that, I'd be I'd be kind of turned off. Oh yeah, I'm I'm hype to go see this. I've been thinking about this movie for like three years. Yeah, we'll all actually be mad, and it's all yeah. Like I'll I'll be really I'll be actually disappointed. Like I'll be like this. Why did I give money to this? But you know what? Our reactions would make a great pod. Oh, do you know? Do, do you know the internet uproar that would occur? <laughs> you know how much I sacrificed. I would not go on the internet if that happened. 
they would single-handedly pay. It's already it's bad enough as it is already. Imagine if they weren't in it, people would go insane. They would poopy in their pants. On that note. Um, yeah, we've got two minutes and 50 seconds left. I, I would like to say before we log off, Mark, this is the first time we've ever discussed something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I've been like looking forward to this for years. Oh, dude, you know, Spider-Man is my, my guy. Yeah. Anything anything that has to do with Spider-Man, I, I get excited for. And I haven't been that excited for these Tom Holland ones because they've been so eh. Tony Stark-centric and so everything else. Yeah. And I'm excited to see this again, not because my love for the Tom, or the Tom Holland movies, but because hopefully the nostalgia. You know, I'm super excited to see Doc Ock. And when I saw that first shot of Goblin in the newer trailer, that mm-hmm. I'm amazed. Oh yeah, but that's my, even happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so excited for that. Or even Hayden Church. Yeah, I mean it's just cool to think back to. I know it's we're not that old, but like even someone like an Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland is like, yeah, the Tobey Maguire movies. I that shaped my childhood. Oh yeah. So to see elements of that, you know, however many years later, to be like, oh shit, Screen Goblin. I'm excited. Well, hopefully um, this tactic of using the past franchises and the people that like those franchises to kind of rub off goodwill out of the Tom Holland movies going forward works. Yeah. You know, they hopefully they get better from here because while Homecoming and Far From Home had uh, had positives, they, they, they could get better for sure. Oh, 100%. The only way to go is up. We have less than a minute. This is a good time to end. Thwip. Thwip. Um, you guys even comment on my Amazing Spider-Man shirt. I couldn't see it, to be honest with you. But Master. now that I've seen it, I like it. You look I great. saw it and chose not to address it. You couldn't see my... Master name. the second. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, All right. guys. I'm gonna Back at it again. And uh, I'm going to go drink some water because I had a heart attack like five minutes ago. But, uh, <laughs> All right. See ya. I'll, I'll talk I'll to you guys later. I'll text you guys in a minute. <laughs>